Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Literal Show. I am your host for the day, Brianna Wheeler, and we're back with another Women's Disability Show. Today, we're going to be talking about self-love and just kind of our journey with learning how to love ourselves after injury, kind of what that process was like for us, and kind of the tips and tricks that help us get along the way. There's been a lot of love in the air because of Valentine's Day, so I know a lot of people are talking about relationships and all this stuff, but I think the most important relationship is the one that you have with yourself and it's constant and you need um, lots of building and growing with that relationship throughout your life, right? You're the only person that you're with your whole entire life. Um, so we're just gonna dive deeper into that right after introductions. I'm um, Brianna Wheeler. I am from Los Angeles, California. I am a T12 paraplegic. I was um, shot, I was wrongfully shot. I said that totally backwards. That's why I sound a little confused, but I was, I promise you guys. Okay, let's go to Ashley. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Ashley, I'm from Chicago, and I'm a C4 quadriplegic injured in a car accident with my twin sister who's not here because she's out of commission. Um, and that was in 2019, boom. Ah. Okay, perfect, let's go to Jessica. Hi, my name's Jessica, I'm a C7 incomplete and I live in uh, California. Sorry, <laughs> I just moved. I love, oh, there's Sean, everyone. Hi, Sean. <laughs> um, we'll wait to go snap back and um, let's go to Maya. I'm just loving Sean's cameo right now. Um, but hey, y'all, um, I'm Maya Hendricks. Um, I am a C5, C6 quadriplegic. Um, I was injured in 2018 due to gun violence and I live in Los Angeles. Thank you so much. Um, okay, so getting started with our soft love journey, let's start with before we were injured. So was that something that you guys were aware of that you practiced for before and how kind of, like what did that look like for you? So Ashley, let's start with you. So did I practice self-love? I feel like, yeah, yeah I, I did, I practiced self-love. Um, let me think of some ways that I did that. I know I used to, I don't like using this word anymore, you know, because we found Jesus, but I used to meditate or whatever. Um, and then I used to journal a lot pre-injury. Um, what else? I had just started working out with my sister because she was on like her little wanting to work out. So I was kind of just there because I was her ride to the gym. Um, and yeah i feel like i practice self-love always like throughout my life like in little ways whether that was journaling meditating praying or just like keeping up with what i felt made me confident you know mm -hmm. so like little things like that that always yeah, i felt like you know taking the photos without the filter so you know how you look like mm -hmm. that was a big, big one, one for me staring mm -hmm. at myself naked i know tmi but i feel like that helps with the self-love and then of course all the mindfulness stuff and that that's when it comes like the journaling and like talking to myself, I guess, rather talking to Jesus, you know? So you were super strong in it. Yeah, I would say, I actually always say sometimes when me and my sister have conversations about our self-love, I, I always say that like right before my accident happened, I felt like I was the best place mentally and physically probably self-love wise. And then my accident kind of made me a baby again. Yeah. <laughs> self-love. <laughs> 
I know I know we're gonna get there, so I won't talk too much about yes. that. Yes, okay, we will. Okay. So um Jessica, what did that look like before your injury for you? Were you aware of self-love? Did you practice it? Um, yes, I I was in a journey of weight loss and taking care of my body. Um I had just lost like 80 pounds right before I got injured. So I was working out, eating right. Um, just really trying to figure out what I wanted in life and, um, having a lot of fun with my friends. I had just ended like a five-year relationship. So really getting back to myself and who I wanted to be just cause I was 19. So I was mm -hmm. in that finding myself process. Um, so yeah, I was already on the self-love journey. Okay. Interesting. What about you, Maya? Um, for me, before my injury, like I went through phases of being on a self-love journey or not. Um, right before my injury, I was in my addiction. So my form of loving myself was using drugs, which isn't um, a good form of loving yourself. I would not recommend that. Um, but uh, prior to that, I did have some experience with like loving myself. You know, I was in um, a relationship that was an abusive relationship. And so I would find some time to just like take time to myself and go decompress, um, talk to a therapist, um, go and like just pamper myself, get my nails done, you know, take a drive and just listen to music on my own because that was my way of like loving myself and just decompressing from everything that was going on in my life. I love it. Um, for me, I don't feel like I was really good at practicing self-love at all before my injury. Um, I, I'm not even sure like how I never did. Honestly. Like, I never like was journaling or nothing like that. I guess I did like therapy for like a little bit, like in like middle school years, like that helped me a little bit. Um, I did like learn like breathing techniques. I needed to work on my anger. I had a lot of anger when I was younger. And so when I um, went to middle school, I decided to like take anger classes and like learn like little like breathing treatments and stuff like that. Um, and that was kind of for myself. Um, I think the main thing that I was worried about was like going to school and like doing good and go getting to college. That was something that I think now that I'm talking out loud that I was doing for myself as well because I was um, just the odds were against me. And so um, everything and every statistic was telling me that that wasn't going to be my life and that I couldn't do that. And it was really hard to fight against that. So I had to like put time aside for studying for, you know, um, for homework for just class time out of my day and sometimes that would come in interference with like the family drama and that would be really hard because i would have to draw my lines i wouldn't be able to be there certain times so that's kind of really my main focus right before my injury is when i barely took off a couple months of college so i was barely like i don't know just barely maybe finding myself then and that's when my injury happened so it was a little bit weird 
Okay, so how long after your injury did it take for you to realize that you needed to find new ways to love yourself? And do you remember even what triggered that feeling? Because right when we're injured, right, we're dealing with like kind of just how we're going to even sit up in the bed, how we're just going to even function inside of life. We're not really worried about like loving ourselves again and liking who we look in the mirror and see, right? Um, so what was that journey kind of like for you, um, Jessica? Um, well, I think that for me, it was, I actually feel like I became very selfish and very about myself. I think that before my injury, I, you know, was the oldest, I took care of everyone. And although that was still my role after my injury, I think that I started prioritizing myself more, being more selfish and um, really focusing on my recovery. And I think that happened pretty quick because I, I think I've mentioned it that for me, I was more angry than sad. And so I kind of just went on the, I don't give a fuck about anyone but myself and really went inward. Yeah, I love that. I can agree a lot with that. That's kind of the same thing that happened in my situation. Um, what about you, Maya? What did that look like for you after your injury? Um, for me, since I was in like my active addiction, when I got injured, it was like really apparent to me that I just needed to change everything that I was doing right away. You know, I've mentioned before that like when I was laying there, um, I was praying to God and just asking for my family to be okay and to deal with my death because I didn't feel like I was living a life that was worth being saved. Um, so just with having that last thought and then actually waking up in the hospital and just feeling so grateful that my life was able to continue, I knew that I just needed to change everything immediately. Um, and so to me, that looked like diving in deeper into my relationship with God. Um, and so that's really where I like began my, my self-love journey. Yeah, I love it. How beautiful. What about you, Ashley? Okay, for me, so it was how long did it take for you to realize? I feel like I'm still realizing this, but I'm keeping it like completely 100, honestly. And I feel like, you know, I'm only, this year will be five years since I got injured. And so I feel like every year I'm finding different ways to like love myself. Like even just, had you asked me these questions like two months ago, they would have been completely different answers to today because mm -hmm. if you guys didn't know, I was like hospitalized like a month ago. And that made me change up a lot of things that I do regarding my self-love journey. Like I don't smoke weed anymore and I've started needing to find other hobbies that the weed smoking used to take. What am I trying to say? You guys get what I'm trying to say. You know, mm -hmm. the time that it used to take for me to smoke weed, I got to yeah. find other new things to do. You know, I've been trying to actually take my workout seriously, my breathing exercises seriously. And these are kind of all new things that I've added to my self-love like regimen because I wasn't taking those certain things serious before. Um, but other things, like even when I first got injured, I was, again, I didn't really write that much when I, after I got injured. I loved to write and I didn't write that much after I got injured. And that was a big way that I like expressed myself in terms of self-love and just like to get through the day. Mm -hmm. And so it began like kind of like what Maya said, like finding God that's been so helpful. And that's kind of another new 
self-love thing that I found and that's been like a year and a half. On a show, on a show, on a show. Okay. Let's go. Come on, guys. That's all me right there. All good. Yeah, and you touched on something really important is that it's like a constant kind of learning thing, right? And a couple months ago, like same, I would totally give you different answers than I would now. And I think that's just like um, you're having to constantly like involve your routine and like check in with yourself, right? And see like, what do I need now? What has changed inside of my life? Because our lives are always changing. Our relationships are always changing. Mm -hmm. Things are always happening. Like, what really do I need today? You know, um, the things that might have worked three months ago might not work for me today. And if I keep on just trying to do the same thing instead of switching it up, it might actually hurt me more than help me. Exactly. And like, that was kind of a major wake up call, this hospitalization, realizing that some of the things I was doing weren't very beneficial for my overall health. So kind of had to yeah. look a little inward these past couple months, you know? Yeah, so it's hard to do, but I think that it's needed sometimes. And um, yeah, I definitely feel you. I've like had tons of ups and downs with this journey. And um, like I said, like before my injury, I totally was not practicing soft love at all. Like, um, it wasn't consciously that I was doing it like on purpose, right? And then after my injury, I was like kind of just overwhelmed with everything that was going on. So it didn't really happen quick for me. I think it took like the two years exactly. before I like met the community and like really even felt comfortable in my own body. And even when I was out in the community, I was still very uncomfortable. That's the only way I can describe it. I. I still sometimes like will cross my arms, like, which I never did. Like, I don't know why I like literally like hug myself or I just feel like I'll, I'll look down a lot. Um, I just feel very out of place. And so learning how to own my space as a wheelchair user was very important for me in my self-love journey. And um, that didn't come to way after like when I joined the BBS program, I think it was like four or five years out and digging deeper into like what would really help me in that way. And then like, I feel like I mastered it and then bam, came crashing down last year. And I was just like, girl, like, do you not know nothing anymore? Like, what is wrong with you? And it's just been a mess. So I've been doing my best to try to snap back out of that, um, right. which we're going to jump. All you can do. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you can do. <laughs> Keep on going. Um, Andrew, so sorry to hear that you're in the hospital. Hello, Velma. We love you. Hi, Vid. Thank you for joining us. Um, if you guys are here joining us live, um, feel free to drop your comments or tips and tricks of how you deal with your self-love journey, some things that help you along the way, um, some affirmations we're going to get into as well if you guys already want to throw those out there, or even, even any apps, social media accounts that help you guys, feel free to drop those in the chat as we're talking. Okay. Okay. Um, So what has been the most beneficial choice that you've made in your life to help along your journey? What do you really feel like has helped you and has stuck along or um, you've grown the most from? Maya. Sorry, I don't even know what you just said. Trey was oh. sitting up with no hands. Oh, no. Own, and I'm like, oh, I'm about to be unwell. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. He's like a real little baby. He just stood it up. Hi. In his pillow or just like on the bed? He's just on the bed. Oh my goodness. Stop oh my it. God. And he, he put his hands up. He's not even using them. Aww. I can't wait. Anyway. I'm so excited. <laughs> what was the Sorry, question? we'll jump back. 
Um, my question was, what has been the most beneficial change in your life? Hmm. Um, the most beneficial change in my life has definitely been my relationship with God. Um, it goes through its ebbs and flows, you know, where I feel super on fire and passionate for God. And there's sometimes where I feel like I need to do more, you know, feel like I, I need to be reaching for God more. But seeking God first um, or attempting to seek God first um, really has changed so many different things in my life, you know. Um, in the Bible, it says like, seek God first and all things will be added unto you. And I truly feel like that. You know, when I got injured, um, I just focused on my relationship with God. And then through church, I met TJ, you know, through church, I was able to have like this wonderful child, like through just like, that's helped me like focus with my recovery that's helped me with how I interact with people in my daily life. Um, it, it's helped me like not go back into drug addiction. Um, it, it's really given me a sense of not just loving myself, but just lo loving God, you know, because we, tr the way that we treat each other and ourselves is a reflection of a, the way that we treat God. You know, and so like learning that lesson has been um, really, really valuable for me. <laughs> Brianna, are you muted or am I? No, I'm muted. Sorry, my dog was barking around. I said, um, praise Jesus, Pastor Maya over here preaching away. How are you doing? I love how you laughed and you didn't even know what I was saying. You knew I was praising Jesus over here. <laughs> we could tell. <laughs> oh, so funny. Okay. Okay, Jessica, what about you? What has been the most beneficial change that you have made in your life? Um, well, I mean, I love what Maya said, but I feel like my relationship with God has obviously was what got me through it because I've been close to him for a long time, but it is uh, ups and downs. Um, I think that one change is, and I fight it sometimes, right? Which is uh, the way I eat. I think that it's so weird. I'm noticing like if I don't eat, I get more spasms. If I eat overeat or eat things that are too heavy, I get more spasms. So just understanding like the power of nutrition and making sure that you're taking care of your body. I mean, I wish I could eat horrible fatty foods and do eat all the great things that we all love to eat. But I think on a everyday basis, um, every time I retreat to like eating unhealthy and not taking care of my body, I literally have changes in everything. Um, I know even from like my child, I, if he's on a bad diet, like he has, he, he has like diagnosed depression and stuff. So I think the power of food, um, because I've had such a crazy relationship with food for a really long time. I think, well, my whole life, cause everyone in my family is overweight and, um, for a long time, like food was 
like this relation, this yo-yo relationship, right? And now it's more of my lifestyle and I'm happy where I am right now because I have so much balance when it comes to that area. Um, so I think that's the one thing that has helped me since day one. And I'm happy that I kind of started that journey before my accident. And throughout my accident, I've, you know, had moments where I like, completely am being a mess and my body tells me and my brain tells me and so I think you know I'm not obviously like a total green and organic and like I'm not that person but uh, (laughs) just eating balanced meals making sure I have enough veggies and protein low carb and that I'm eating at my hours and that I'm you know uh, being nutritious and not eating heavy or fatty foods every day or, um, but also not like, cause I also had that issue where I just wouldn't eat enough and I didn't realize how much that hurts me too. So I think for me, it's going to be nutrition and just mm-hmm. healthier choices. Yeah, that is so important. I, I forget how much that affects like my body, but I really do neglect myself eating for some reason when I'm going through a lot. Um, and I, and it's harder for me because I can go the whole day without eating. I, I can literally go to sleep without eating and it does not even bother me one bit. I do not know why I don't understand, but, um, it's very rare. Like only sometimes like when I'm in the car and I've drinking two Red Bulls and, um, like I'm rolling around like all day, like in the hot sun and like eating that it kind of like really affects my, my brain. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm about to throw up. Um, but that's a problem because I don't even think about it, honestly. And so I have to check in with myself constantly throughout the day and be like, just eat a little stack, just eat a little bit at a time. So you're at least putting something inside your body, you know, like a little healthy snack is better than no food at all. Like, and I have to almost like schedule in those moments of like, no, this is my time to eat. Cause I just won't do, I just won't, I don't, I don't know why. And, um, of course, it affects my mood the next day, it affects my energy, it affects all the way around, you know, and then also I have a bad habit of just eating out. Um, I eat out a lot because I hate cooking. Um, it takes me forever and I have to do it all by myself and I'm just not a fan. And um, when, usually when I cook, I make it for the whole house, which is too many people to count. And I'm just, it, it's hard for me to do. Um, and I just but I knew to put more focus in that because that is a form of self-love and that does affect us get older too. I don't want to have problems with my gut and have all these like problems cutting out sugar when I'm older and have real problems where I'm like about to die if I don't do make this drastic change, you know? Um, so yeah, I think that's so important. Um, what about you, Ashley? What has been the most beneficial change in your life? Um, like, what I said, well, like all of us said, our good Lord and Savior. Thank you, homie, up there. Um, he honestly, for like, for real, because he got me to write again because I have, you know, we're all like trying to always get closer to God. And so because it was hard for me to like find, I, or at least I said it was hard for me to find time to pray. I started journaling to Jesus. So I started writing again. Okay, won't he do it? Because I didn't even realize. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing, kind of picking back of what you and Jessica were saying, eating. Like right before this show, I had just had day rehab today. I didn't have lunch, I didn't have dinner. And I was like, not feeling like myself at all. And my dad was like, let me cook you up something real quick. 
so that you can like you know be yourself for the show and he did and i just feel like i came back to life Aww. so eating and eating certain things really do help your body and everything just like i don't know act right because my body just i really do not feel like myself when i don't eat right and i don't realize that until i actually put something in my system that's good for me um so eating's a big one um and then so what, are, what was the question okay i'm sorry i'm like what has been the most, most beneficial good? thing that has you've changed in oh your life? yes and then honestly just like being honest with myself about some of the ways that i maybe wasn't truly loving myself but acting like i was um and that can be in something as small as like actually do your 10 minutes of moving your arms today or doing your stretches like Something so small, but like that makes such a big difference in your day if you just take those mm -hmm. 10 minutes to do that one thing. So those have yeah. been the like most beneficial God eating and taking time for myself. I love that so much. <laughs> Another one I want to add is self-talk. I never had that practiced self-talk, positive self-talk before my injury. And I didn't even know it was a problem that I was constantly battling myself in my brain. And it's something I work with not even every day, every hour, probably every fucking minute, honestly, I'm battling with my freaking brain. And I have to constantly be telling myself these positive things and these positive affirmations. And it's as simple as you got this, keep going, you can do it. You know, like those simple things of talking to myself mm -hmm. and just reminding myself that, that I am okay, you know, and recognizing also when I'm talking negatively to myself and being mm -hmm. like, okay, Brianna, you, you've been on a fucking 10 minute rant in your head now. Like, girl, would you be talking to somebody you love like down this hard about this? Like, no, breathe and let it go. Like you need to forgive yourself. And that's something that I really, really struggle with. I'm very hard on myself. And I think a lot of us are, it's, it's human for us to feel mm -hmm. that way, I think. Um, so I think uh, positive self-talk is a really big one. Viv says these Thanks. last few years, I've been closer. <laughs> What are you going to say, Maya? No, I was just going to say, I may be eating right now, but it's ramen noodles, so don't don't recommend. Not, <laughs> not a very healthy choice. So, hey, I say I that. I a cookie on air, like, but don't recommend something, No, something is better than nothing. Like, if you go the whole day, I, like Ashley said, I literally do not feel like I'm even me when I'm on zero. So, yeah. But something else Ashley said is like, it's weird that our brain doesn't recognize that until after we eat, though. Why is that? Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. It's like, a I don't even know. It's the same thing with water sometimes. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I didn't realize I haven't drank any water. I really need it. Like, I'm freaking out, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's so important yeah. to remind ourselves. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. Something's better than nothing. Okay. So, this said, these last few years, I've become closer with my cousins, which has been really helpful. After my injury, because we were all so young, we grew apart because they were afraid and their parents didn't explain. Wow. I actually feel that so much. I'm very mm -hmm. distant from my cousins as well. Um, but I haven't taken the leap to um, mend those bonds yet. But I think mending bonds is important. I did cut out a lot of people after my injury. And so some people um, I've reconnected with and become really close friends. And also just staying close with your support system. That's something that I struggle with too. Um, we're going into self-sabotages after this. Um, so mm -hmm. something that I do that self-sabotages me that I totally disengage from all my support system. And I just don't feel like going out. I don't feel like replying i don't feel like doing anything and that's really really dangerous for me 
Um, let's see, Lee said, healthy food is the biggest insurance against pressure sores and skin breakdowns. And Vim said, I forget food and my body needs it. Same girl. Eat same. your protein. For real. For real. Okay, so <laughs> how do you recognize when you're self-sabotaging or not showing yourself enough love? And how do you get back to that routine? What is that little your brain where you're like okay i've been doing this too much or what's your kind of go-to self-sabotage ashley oh this is easy i self-isolate i mean y'all probably noticed that i don't respond to people i don't pick up the calls um i don't post on the social medias i just go into my little hermit bubble and i love it there mm -hmm. but i know i know for me now or like you know i've known for a while but i still sometimes just let myself self-isolate but Sometimes I just need to like honestly force myself and it's good. Honestly, this is where it's beneficial that I have a twin sister where she's always going to bug me. So I know that there's always going to be someone that's going to make me not self-isolate. But honestly, if it wasn't for her, love you, sis. Can't wait till you feel better. But um, I probably really just put myself in my little self-isolation bubble. But she kind of will remind me like, respond to that person. Didn't so-and-so text you? Didn't so-and-so call you the other day? Call them back. Um... So that's a big one for me. I mean, there's other ones, but definitely self-isolation is the biggest one for me. And then how I kind of get out of that is, I mean, I kind of don't, honestly. I stay self-isolated. It's bad. It's really bad. I'm still working on that one. Um, but it's maybe like talking to myself, talking to God, or just responding to maybe the couple people that I'm like, okay, they're not going to bring me back down to my like anxiety because mm -hmm. I, I noticed that about myself i feel like you start to know like who in your life causes you anxiety and who doesn't or what situations not people i guess rather more like situations that bring me anxiety um and so it's kind of like carpum what is the word oh gosh i'm like so slow today um yeah that knowing like where to put your energy toward like too much of it and where to back off so that way then I don't seem too self-isolated, but I'm like doing just enough where I'm not going to like overwhelm myself or mm -hmm. put myself into a depression. So it's kind of like finding that nice balance. Yes, that's golden. What about you, Maya? How do you self-sabotage? Um, For me, I think <clears throat> sometimes I will like, mm, how do I explain this? How do I actually say this in words? <laughs> Um, so I, I learned this lesson with God where it's about like practicing your faith muscle. Like, um, so, you know, if TJ asked me, like, do I want to listen to a sermon right now? I, I like, I'm supposed to say yes, even if I don't to like strengthen my faith muscle and I'll notice myself, I'll fall into a pattern of saying like, no, 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 not right now. And then I'll check in with myself and I'll be like, okay, well, what am I practicing right now? I am literally giving Satan a stronghold in my life. And like, that's the muscle that I'm exercising right now versus exercising, giving things to God and feeling uncomfortable and just devoting um, those moments of my life to God, even though I don't feel like it, but just out of like dedication and love and reverence for the Lord. Um, and so I'll, check in with myself about that. And I'll just kind of notice like I've been doing this a little bit too much. And that's like sort of how I'm able to then talk to God about pulling myself out of that like self-sabotage mode and just 
getting back into practicing um, my faith muscle and turning on a sermon, even though I don't want to. Amen. I can I feel totally feel much. you on that one. Yes, a thousand percent. Sometimes it can be the hardest, but I honestly feel like sometimes in those moments where I push myself is like where I get the biggest like reward out of the message, honestly. Surprise. Mm -hmm. Isn't that annoying sometimes? It is. Sometimes I'm like, man, do I push myself right now or do I need rest? I do it at events too, because sometimes I like really won't want to go to something and then I'll go and it will be like a really, really good memory or time. And then exactly. I hold on to that and I'm like, I just feel like it's the enemy kind of holding me back. Sometimes I kind of just pep talk myself in that way and be like, remember the last time you didn't want to do it and it was a good experience, you know? Mm -hmm. But then I also end up going to things I don't want to go. <laughs> okay. Um, what about you, Jessica? How do you self-sabotage? Um, I think kind of the isolation too. I'm, I'm like very, very social. I recharge with people. Like I love being around my friends. I love being around family. I go out a lot. So, you know, sometimes I do realize like, okay, I just need a little downtime. But when I'm doing it too much, I realize like, okay, you're what, what's going on, right? Because um, for me to not want to go out or not want to be around people is very like very much a sign something's going on because I'm always going out and I'm always with people. Um, I mean, I've gotten better and more comfortable at saying no to things so that I'm, you know, taking time for myself. But if I'm overdoing that, then I realize that's kind of me self-sabotaging, you know, and isolating because it's not, it's not normal for my personality and who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can totally relate to that. Today when I was getting ready, I was looking um, for my eyeshadow palette and then I was realizing like, damn, I literally have not gotten like actually like ready, ready, like with color on my eyes of like doing my hair and like actually getting ready in like months. Like, and, and so like that is a big red flag for me too, because which horrible that it's a red flag because I didn't notice it for months right it sounds horrible coming out but like now I'm gonna practice it more you guys okay now that I'm recognizing it but Aww. I used to just get ready for just fun you know and like just put on music and just get ready and for me to like not even put on a pair of eyelashes for months is is crazy to me and my brain even recognizing that like today um and also thinking back to the times of when I had to get ready and thinking like I could get more ready, but I literally don't want to. Like I'm, my body's also exhausted, which is another form of self-sabotaging. I give so much to myself, to other people sometimes that I forget to draw boundaries and I forget to like remind myself that myself is important too. So I can kind of get in a bad habit of doing that. And honestly, when I'm the people that I love are not okay, I'm so in my head and so like um, anxiety filled, so overwhelmed, so like wanting to make sure everything's okay that I feel like I don't even feel like taking care of myself at the end of the day, honestly. Like it seems like exhausting to have to do something for myself as little as like washing my face. Like I have to recognize it gets that bad for me where I'm like, mm -hmm. I literally don't want to do these things. Um, and fighting with my brain of like how simple it would be for five minutes to wash my freaking face. And I just don't feel right. like, doing it, you know, like what the hell? And so um, 
that's really, really important for me to do um, and to recognize, I think. Um, and the way I get back on a routine is doing these little check-ins, talking to people that I love. Um, I have a really hard time expressing what I'm going through, especially when like other people are going through things too. Um, so reminding myself not to keep everything in and at least have like one person or two people that I can vent to um, just to kind of get it out. I don't know. I think that that's good. It's not always good to keep everything inside, I don't think. <clears throat> See, that's what I need to low-key, like, if I'm keeping it 100, need to work on. Like, I know, like, like Jessica said, she charges with, like, seeing other people. I charge being alone. So sometimes I need to understand, like, I need to know when I'm just charging being alone or when I'm self-isolating and self-sabotaging being alone. And I notice that when I'm, like, I stop doing the things that I'm interested in doing. Mm -hmm. Then I'm like, okay, yeah. this is not you recharging. This is you self-isolating. Yeah, that's a good one. Because I feel that. And I think that's a tough line, right? Like, I know I have to be on my own for a little bit just to, but then, yeah, you get comfortable in that. And then you realize like, wait a second, am I doing this to recharge or am mm -hmm. I pushing it? Yeah. <laughs> am I bitch watching 15 episodes a day or am I just taking a day for myself? You know, like, I don't right. know. Like, wait, how many seasons have I watched this week? <laughs> um, but then also, like, it is so important for me to be like, Brianna, just watch TV. Like, just like, take a day mm -hmm. for yourself. You know, so it's a constant battle. But like, that's why we talk about it, right? And that's why we need to check in with ourselves because we are, life is an up and down. Yeah. There's no like, just like you're going to get into this routine and then it's going to be perfect. You're just going to be on a self-love freaking goddess journey and you're never going to go backwards. It's unrealistic. And I used to be like disappointed in myself for taking step backs, but I try to be kind to myself again with the self-talk and remind myself that it's normal to have those setbacks, to have bad days. I'm human. Like, how am I going to be mad at myself for having a bad day? I can't have a bad month. I'm working on that, but <laughs> I can have a bad day. <laughs> Okay, three affirmations or quotes that keep, you find yourself repeating and gives you confidence to keep going. So like something super simple is just like, for me, like you got this. I say that to myself a lot. It's going to be okay. That simple reminder of just it's going to be okay, that deep breath. And my third one is um, I'm either saying help me Lord, or God, please help me through this moment. I find myself like repeating it constantly, like God, help me through this moment, help me through this moment, God. Um, and those just recenter me for some reason. One of the three usually um, is something quick that I can remember and I can keep pushing along the way. <laughs> um, what about you, Maya? Um, so some for me is uh, I can do all things through Christ. Is one that I like Period. to tell myself and remind myself of throughout the day. Um, another one is all things work for the greater good, whether, you know, it's something like negative that's happening to me and I'm like, what is happening, God? You know, I just have to remember that like this negativity is working for the greater good. Um, and then another one is you're a tank. Use a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love it. That's a great reminder. Um, how about you, Ashley? funny. <laughs> Period, Maya. Um, my three quotes. Okay, this one. Philippians 4, 
6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I read this this verse every day because girl, your girl got anxiety, so she needs to be reminded to just give it to the Lord and stop internalizing it so much. So that's a big one for me. Love that one. Let's go. Right? I love how this is turned into like a, a, a literally. Battle. We're preaching today. Yeah. Oh, really I know. I love it. Me. Okay, God come through. <laughs> and then another one this is my favorite quote from the movie Rent. It's above my bed here. Forget regret or life is yours to miss. I read that one all the time too. Love that. Um, and then an affirmation here. I'll leave you guys with the affirmation. This is one I say to myself all the time. I am worthy. Okay, remember that. It. You're worthy. Okay. So boom, those are my Those three. are great. Those are great, girl. You came through with them. Um, what about you, Jessica? <laughs> uh, I think one of my biggest ones is like yours. You got this, you got this. Um, a second one is a reminding just God's timing is perfect because I always want things now in my way. Um, then, so that one reminds me to calm down. And then a third one, I think it's just, uh, just keep going, just keep going. Like if I sit down and I start like trying to figure out how things are going to work out, how, and I just remind myself, just, you just keep going and it'll happen. I don't know how, but just keep mm -hmm. going. Yeah. Those simple things are just so important to remind ourselves. And let me check on the chat really quick. Hello, the Starfish Academy. Thank you for our pink waving um, something. I can't read the whole thing. Sorry. Um, hi, ladies. T12 Para here. I have a question for Brianna. Do you ever use a power chair? I don't ever use a power chair. Sometimes I really, really want to, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Um, I struggle a lot with my arms. Um, I don't have an assisted device. I really do need to um, do one. That's probably something that um, I need to focus on within the next like year, probably. Um, just getting something I wanted, like one of those little scooters or like a smart drive, just something to help my shoulders along the way. I mean, I'm only gonna keep getting older you know and aging and my body's getting weaker so like I just feel like I'm overusing my arms and I feel like I kind of went crazy in the beginning of my injury just transferring and just picking up things and just doing all kinds of wild things I honestly still do that I would do way too much for my injury the other day Emily Tom's sister was like girl you have a bullet in your back like what are you doing <laughs> I'm like I forget that sometimes <laughs> uh, I totally like don't even like clock that in my brain. But that's just the power of just having to get stuff done sometimes, you know. There's nobody else to do it. I need to do it. No, you guys should have seen Brianna the other day. In my driveway, there's like a bunch of rocks. And I had to go back to the hospital. And Brianna is like forcing her way through these rocks to give me a hug. It was hilarious. Aww. I did, though. I got, I got it, too. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I definitely do um push myself but it also reminds me in like those little moments that I can do it because in the beginning of my injury I did have a bad habit of saying I can't I can't I can't I can't 
And then I realized like, no girl, you can like try, at least try a couple different ways before you give up. And it's been a lesson that I brought in to teach my little brother, um, Loki, along the way, <laughs> years old. So the last couple of years, I repeat those things to him and I hear him like self-talking. He was trying to uh, plug this light in on the top and he's like, you got this, Loki, you got this. And he's like talking to himself. He's just like says all the little things that I say and that um, I just think it's super cool um okay let me see so share time any app social media pages songs books movies any of that fun stuff that has helped you along your journey you can feel free to share it with us now if anybody is joining us live in the chat feel free to drop your things um that have helped you along the way too okay drop your things let's start uh with ashley oh with me okay okay um this is like the sharing on the apps. Okay. Ooh, let me tell you guys about this one app. I don't even know what it's called. Let me pull it up on my phone. This app, okay, for all my quadriplegics who maybe lost hand function and you just like hate looking at your new handwriting because my handwriting's ugly now. But you like to plan stuff. Look, I, this app, I think it's called Structured. Here, I'll show you how it looks on my phone. But look at this, y'all. You could plan out your whole day. And then check it off too. Look, I could check it off okay wait which app is it because my adhd brain loves those but i get annoyed when it wants me to pay do i have oh yeah you can pay for more features i didn't do that yet i'm still like testing it out but you can do basically enough with it without paying for it i feel like so far i've only been using it for like two weeks but it's called structured structured let me write it down it looks like that see on this end there yeah that looks good Hold on. Yeah, that's my photo. Or that's okay. the app. What am I talking about? Uh, okay, what's the difference between using that and then just like using your calendar and like tasks? Well, this you can see like, well, I guess calendar kind of does that too. But it's like your whole day you could plan out like the time and everything. I know you could kind of do that on calendar too. So, okay. Yeah, I was just wondering because I do that in depth on calendar. So I was like wondering if it's like something extra that I should do, but I don't think so, not for you. See, but it sounds how cool. do you do that? Maybe you need to have, we need to have a whole episode. Maya teaches us her calendar ways because calendar was stressing me out. That's why I went and found out. I can't look at a calendar, I get so stressed. I literally <laughs> hire my sister to schedule my clients because I can't do it. <laughs> oh, Ashley, do you use, um, like, is it your Apple calendar? Yeah, like you're just talking about where that 15 is, that calendar, right? Yeah, I deleted that one and I downloaded Google Calendar because on Google Calendar, I can like color code and I can add tasks and stuff like that. So okay. yeah, we can, we can chat. See, maybe I would like that because like here, like that's what I liked about the app. I was able to make it that pink color, like a color I like to look at, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe that's it. Okay, yeah, we're gonna need to talk, Maya. We're gonna need to talk. <laughs> okay, love it. Okay, what other apps do you got? Is that is that your oh, one? No, yeah, or... I have more. Well, actually, yeah. here I have a song. I, am... I love the things you share. It's called "Best Friend" by One Voice Int Music. It's a really good song. It puts me in a good mood. I love it. There's a lot of other songs I could share too, but we'll be here all day, so I'm gonna just leave you guys with that one for now. Um. <laughs> And then books, I'm a reader. So come to me if you ever got a book that will put you in any sort of mood, okay? I got it. Is there one that you feel like really did help with your self-love journey? 
not necessarily maybe my self-love but it did like get my creative juices flowing that's why i like to read um but this book called and this has nothing to do with self-love that's why i'm like i'm sharing it but it has nothing to do with self-love but it's love in other words by christina lauren such a cute story and it just got me all happy and giddy and feeling cute so i don't know yeah those stories are important too book. and do you have any other things do you have movies um, oh movies i love cheaper by the dozen it's okay. not about self-love again but it's a happy fun movie yeah that makes yeah. you feel childlike again who doesn't like to feel like a child okay um let me think. And then always one tree hill. There. I'll leave oh, it that. Okay, okay. Love it. <laughs> golden, golden. And that's um, who has a lot of good quotes. So that could be self-love. Like for really, for really. Okay. I feel like some of the series, like they have helped me along my self-love journey, like through the characters for sure. I feel yes. like I can't pinpoint, but there's like a reason that like makes me like love him so much. I'm a sucker for Shonda Rhimes. And I just feel like I heal through some of the characters, honestly. Some of her shows got good quotes too for in regarding mm -hmm. self-love. Oh, I see it. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, those love are her. Yeah, yeah, me too. Okay. Um, what about you, Jessica? Um, so I think I know it's weird, but I think Instagram is big for me. My algorithm because I'm always clicking on like, you know, we've been talking a lot about God. I click on all those. So like if I'm really like stressed out, I'll go on there and it always gives me a good quote. Um, I only follow good quotes, food pages and fitness pages. So it's all like motivational. Um, obviously the downfall of Instagram for me is I can get stuck on it for way too long. Um, and then music, all music will always make me feel better. Um, right. When it comes to apps itself, I don't think I really have any. I mean, uh, I guess, yeah, no, I think. The Bible just, app. Since we've been talking about that a lot, the Bible app. That one's on my list. You know what annoys me too about, like, I don't even like Bible apps because it annoys me. Like, I the other day I went to try to buy a Bible because I'm like, like, I want to be able to do the whole reading, but then it gives me, like, little clips, and then it annoys me. But I'm not really, like, a, I'm not a big, like, on my phone type of reading person. Um, so that's the only thing. I do like reading. Um, I do read a lot of self-help stuff. Um, a really good one for healing, Brianna, is called uh, I Am Diosa. It has a lot of, you know, latino culture stuff but it's written by an mft who's like a holistic healer and stuff um but it's just a really good book and then um what other oh uh there's a book by a priest that i've always loved since the first time i read it you guys know homeboy industries yeah his book, Tattoos of My Heart. Oh, that book is beautiful. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. I'm going to read it. Yeah, that one will have you crying, and it'll have you, like, motivated, inspired, like, everything. It's is literally it Tattoos like, of My Heart? Yeah. I think I have it here somewhere. Wait, what's the book? Let me get it. 
sometimes I have like a, a disconnect with some of the stuff that's supposed to be like helpful because it's just different lifestyles. So I realize like I really do have to like find like stories of like just things that I can relate to, people I can relate to, you know. Um, yeah, that one's really good. I think you'll like it. Um, just like, especially because I'm a therapist, right? So for me, it's like, and I think Maya, you'd like it too, since you do a lot of prison reform work. Um, like just like who is the bad guy in this world? It's really like, well, if we're people of God and we believe in compassion and love, then we understand that everyone has a story. So not there probably isn't a bad guy, you know, and then the stories and the it's just really beautiful. It challenges your empathy and compassion. So I really love that. Okay, I'm excited. I need some of that right now. <clears throat> yeah, I actually I work very closely with him. Yeah, his book is amazing. That's super dope. That's the um, um, the school cage is going to right now is connected with them as well. I've did I did a report on Homeboy Industries inside of college. I've like been a fan of them for so long. I love the work that they have done um, all the way around. They have they've helped so many people um, just change this? their lives around. You know, oh, it's a an industry in LA that helped like reform. Uh, am I saying that right? Reformed gang yeah. members. Um, and they help like remove their tattoos, get them jobs. They just help like kids that struggle on the street. They just do a lot of that that work. Um, yeah, and they help that, provide yeah. like different resources for folks to to reinter society after getting out of jail. Um, and like Modern getting stuff. cleared and just different stuff like that. They're really, really, really cool. Okay. Yeah, and he, the founder is a priest, so he has two books out. I haven't read the second one, but the first one is really good. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Let me just check on that chart really quick. Um, oh, I, was I know what you mean by I can't. Um, tell me you ladies are excited about Wicked on Thanksgiving with Ariana Grande. Oh, you already know. I'm there. I, I feel like I keep on hearing about Wicked, but I, I'm not tapped in yet. I've been a little disconnected. You need to be popular. Um, yeah, I need to oh, pop back in there. I'm showing my choir days. Let me start. <laughs> it's kind of odd, but educating myself on disability laws and history has been super useful. I love history, so that's a plus. Yeah, just educating okay. yourself is helpful as well. That's a form of self-love, too. Um, Avatar The Last Airbender is my fave. It has such positive disability representation. Christina, hello ladies, I'm here so late. No worries, thank you for joining. Glad to see and hear you all. Um, Raya, when I was in rehab, my nurse told me about a documentary called Any One of Us. It's about other people with spinal cord injuries and it inspired me so much. I've definitely watched that one. That one's a good one too. Um, I went on a field trip. Oh. Okay. Oh, you put that. I love documentaries. I'll have to look that up. I love documentaries too. Honestly, I am a documentary slut and a half. My brothers make fun of me so much because it will be like 10 o'clock in the morning and I'll be like talking about a two hour documentary I just watched and they're like, girl, we're just waking up. Like, leave us alone. And it's just like a constant thing. <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, I got a podcast. Since this is about what you guys are making remember stuff, Girls Gone Bible. I know some oh, people love to hate them. I know, I know. But they talk every episode. They talk about it's a two women, which I love that it's women. Um, and they just talk about their fate journey, and they're young too, like us. So it's like they're very relatable. They 
one of them I think has always been a believer. The other has only been for like a year. And so they just are really raw and honest about their journey. And then they also have guests sometimes. And they like get deep about talking about the word. So I okay, like Okay, I'm gonna check them out. They've been on my YouTube page on my algorithm, but I just haven't clicked on it. Um, Cause usually when I go on there, I'm going on there for like certain sermons and stuff. But I, so I'm just like question if it's something that I would like, but I'm excited to watch now. I, yeah, they have like- They're good, they're good. They've taught me a lot. I'm like, okay, I like watching their podcasts. I love that. And then something else that Jessica mentioned about the algorithm on Instagram. I don't know if you guys noticed, but it's kind of a new thing. It's like whatever you like shows up times 10 on your page. So you yeah. have to be very careful when I'm in a bad mood, when I'm sad, when I'm depressed, I need to be extra cautious about liking things that relate to that. Because all of a sudden my timeline will be filled with depressing ass shit. And I'm just like, girl, like, I, how am I ever going to get out of this? You know? And it's really not healthy. I think the best option that you can do is what Jessica said, like positive quote. If you're into God, like God quotes, like those things, because that's what's going to show up more on your page and um, make you like happy and interested and keep on going. So you realize like, sometimes even though you're consuming negativity, you're still scrolling, you get almost stuck in it. Um, so I have to be very careful not to do that to myself because I relate to stuff so strongly that it makes me like on an emotional level. I've like cried over like little videos that I've seen that have been like so touching to just mental health and, and being depressed, going through stuff, you know, and like um, dealing with um, family things and stuff like that. And I realized that it can be a trigger for me. So that's just something to be aware about. Um, okay, Maya, what are your apps and fun stuff that help you? <clears throat> so, um, definitely the Bible app. I go into the Bible app every day. Um, it's like the first thing I do is like, look at the verse of the day. Um, and like do my readings there and do my devotional. And that really helps me like be centered for the day and helps me like fill up my cup. So I'm not trying to pour out of like a half-ass cup um and also just recently i got this app called uh, biblical affirmations and i've really been liking it i paid for the the version with no ads because the ads were really annoying and it was like 15 dollars for the year but it has these affirmations that aren't just like i'm strong i'm brave it's like actual biblical wisdom and it relates to the bible verses so it's helpful for me to be able to like drill in this like um biblical wisdom and biblical affirmations throughout the day versus just like affirmations that are more so like prideful you know like focusing on what i am um versus focusing on like who god is through me or who i am through god that's yeah who i am through god um what is that app called uh, it's called Biblical Affirmations. Is it like this? Yep. Okay, I'm gonna screenshot that. I love how we always learn from each other as well. These check-ins are so great, you know? And anybody watching, like, take that as well. Like, this is just... We're all in this together. You know, we're all on this roller coaster. It's a bumpy road. We're all learning together. It's a constant learning curve, you know, and um, trying different things and just pushing forward and just not giving up and just keep on going despite all the shit that's trying to hold us back on and keep mm -hmm. on loving. 
you know. Um, okay, and then do you have, so those are your apps, and then did you have more apps? Uh, well, I have another, like, um, it's like an Instagram or like, a, like an organization, and it's called um, Interrupting Criminalization. And they, like, it's by, like, Andrea Ritchie and s some more, like, really powerful um, organizers in, like, social justice sphere. Um, and through that resource, I've been learning a lot about just, like, different people's um, perspectives when it, it comes to, like, uh, for me, like, I'm a prison, ab prison abolitionist. Like, I don't believe jail should exist. But not everyone has that viewpoint. Um, and so, like just learning about how to have conversations with people that have another viewpoint than me has helped me um, be a better person as in like not judging those people um, and just having like a caring conversation instead of being like, we don't have the same political views. Like you're a weirdo because that was me uh, last year. So <laughs> You're a weirdo. I love it. That was golden. Um <laughs> Perfect, perfect. Love it, love it. <clears throat> so I know you have some songs for sure, right? What's your top song? Oh, my top song. Or, okay, my top song for self-love or like to really just focus on God's love because that's, that's what self-love equals to me um, would have to be probably anchor by julia dang what's her name i don't know where my phone is anchor by julia something okay direct direction by melody adorno um those have been like really really beneficial songs for like my walk with christ and just like when i'm feeling like i need um an anchor or a direction haha <laughs> No pun intended. <laughs> I love it. Maya has got me on this whole, how would I even say it? Like gospel rap, a freaking <laughs> wave right now. I don't even know. Um, but I, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Usually I listen to like um, trap, more trap music. So it's all about like, you know, not the greatest things like living in the trap i don't know how else to describe it is without making myself sound bad i'm like anything that's coming to my head i'm like brianna don't say that out loud okay i just listen to like different music so now i'm like kind of like it's the same type of tone which i'm digging right because sometimes i can't fully um like clean or like get inside of um like um cook when it's super like hallelujah music which is so beautiful i love worship music but i just can't do stuff and listen to it so this new music that i've been listening to the rap gospel has just been helping me because i really dig it it's like beautiful words i'm loving the vibe you know it like still helps me stay in an upbeat positive mood so i've been really really digging it okay. the songs be like i'm stomping on these demons mm -hmm. yeah Nikki yeah yeah, yeah. And then it's just like all about god and i just i i dig it so much i'm like okay this is what i need to feel in my life right now i was freaking <laughs> blasting um god music and my little brother comes in my room and he's like are you okay <laughs> i'm like leave me alone actually i'm perfect over here thank you <laughs> so funny okay so those are really great i feel like i'll be here forever if i start naming songs for sure i know um, 
We could have a whole episode talking about different songs. We really could. We really could. (laughs) Which would be kind of fun to dig deeper in like lyrics and stuff like that would be kind of cute. Um, That would be fun. They we were doing this thing at Tom Tall's. He mentioned um, like about on Spotify, you can like if you all your friends have Spotify, you can like add music to the playlist, and then the playlist like plays out uh, like the different music. So like that could be like super fun and cool. We could just like do that on our own too. Um, I can't remember what it was. All right, guys, I gotta get going. Oh, Jessica, just kidding. <laughs> okay, have fun. You know, I also have to jump at 4.15. Oh, it's about to be 4.15. Okay, wait, you guys, before you guys go, let me tell you about my Finch app. Oh, Jessica, I already told you, but I recommend it 10 out of 10. They switched up the app, the layout. It's like a new layout. So I don't know, Jessica, if you want to like try it again, but it's like you check in each day. What helps me with it? is I realized that if my little tofu, this is tofu, you guys can see him. And then it gives me like little easy tasks. Wash my face, literally survive the day, get out of bed, perform three minutes of exercise, say one thing I'm grateful for, drink water, simple things, right? Look in the mirror and say, I can do it. And I get to check off each one of these things. The goal is that they're manageable, right? And then it shows you like that tofu, not tofu, you can name yours, whatever you want, but that your little guy is growing and that he's getting bigger and you get to talk to him and um, you get to dress him up and stuff. And there is a paid version, Jessica, but there's this really cool guardian program that you sign up with. I signed up and like three days later, I got a free membership and they gave it to me a month for free. They checked in with me like a month later and was like, can you pay for this? Or do you feel like it's worth it? And I was like, I can't pay for it. They still gave it to me another two months for free. So I think that's super cool. All right. Well, I'll check it out. Thank you. <laughs> You're <not good. laughs> um, okay. Bye. I love you so much. Happy Valentine's. I love you all. Happy Valentine's. Love you all. Happy Valentine's. Um, okay, you guys. Yeah, we'll be closing up soon right now. So the Finch app, That's it's called Finch. It's F-I-N-C-H. And that one's like, honestly... That has been my go-to app. Like these last couple of months have been so hard for me um, that these little things of checking this off has just reminded me that even through the hardest days, yes, yes. Okay. Get it. And um, I just, it, of course it gets annoying, right? I turn on my notifications. It's like anything. You have to make an effort to do it. I make an effort to do it every single day. I take five minutes out of my day. I check in with my tofu and I make sure he's growing. I make sure I'm growing, you know, and we go on about our day. So um, it, it saved me. I, I don't know how else to put it. And also um, this is the app that Ashley has recommended, which is the I am app. And that one is kind of, kind of what, um, what Maya was talking about, like South affirmations. Let me look at my screenshots because I feel like I have like so many of them. Like simple ones. Today and every day I am blessed. I am thankful for the times I had to be strong because they taught me how to survive. Little things that I wouldn't tell myself normally. 
I trust that this is the right path, even on the days when it feels difficult. So you can customize it to give you affirmations for certain things that you're feeling, you know, like if you're struggling with like your body or you're struggling with relationships or whatever it is, you can kind of customize it that way. And I have it on every hour, my notifications. And I make a point that when that notification comes through, I take a moment, I read it and I make sure I'm understanding it. I'm repeating it to myself. And then I go about my day. It doesn't need to be long. takes you a couple seconds, but it really has helped me keep going these last couple of months. Um, let me see. Okay. Oh, my earring. I just ripped my earring off, you guys. Sorry. Okay. So the other things I want to share really quick, the books, Girl, Stop Apologizing. That one really helped me a lot inside of my journey because I am always saying sorry for every single thing that happens and I don't even know why I use that word. So it just helped me to put myself first a little bit. That one's a great one for girls. And then if life was a game, these are the rules. That little book changed my life. I've read it about four or five different times now. It's a super simple read and it just touches on basic human lessons and it I, it's helped me grow a lot. And it's really cheap on Amazon. I think it's like $10 or something. For movies, Crip Camp was game changing for me because it made me proud to be disabled. It made me proud mm -hmm. to be a part of the fight. Um, and be, I don't remember feeling like that before. Um, I was very ashamed mm -hmm. of my disability for a long time. And Crip Camp kind of made me own that again. Like, I don't know, I, I am disabled and proud, and I say that proudly, that statement, and I say it all the time, period. Um, okay, and um, yeah, so those are all our apps and everything like that that we've been going through. I hope you guys got something out of this. Um, the rest of the week, you guys can turn on notifications on our channel. Hit that bell. It will remind you when we're going live and it will give you a 30 minute notification beforehand. So we have lots of shows coming up. So if you just want to be reminded, if you can't remember the days, turn on those notifications. We are back every third Thursday with a new women's show. The guys are back every Tuesday um, at 3.30 with a new show. We have the Rolling Over the Hill show on Thursdays. Um, the second and fourth Thursday, we have Gaming with T. Fizzle. Join him every Wednesday. Um, and we have a new women's show every uh, first Thursday. So make sure to join us live. Thank you for our sponsors, urology professionals and mobility professionals for sponsoring us today. Make sure you guys go check them out. Um, give our video a like, a thumbs up, and make sure you subscribe. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. We are out. Live to roll.